shifting this mindset from this that I have, I just need to sit on it and be really careful. Well, you can only take so much away before you have nothing. And instead, we need to have more of an abundance mindset and going, if the Lord is calling me to help people and the Lord is calling me to start this business, I'm going to invest. This is what I'm going to do with my gold coins. And I'm going to make more and make more and make more. And I'm going to help people. And in the end, my life, the fruit of my work is going to benefit people and it's going to benefit my family. Hey, hey, I'm Allie. And I believe that an emotionally healthy you is the greatest gift you can give yourself, your family, and the world. This is your weekly investment in your personal development. Join discussions with top experts as we focus on how to achieve your dreams, grow your business, and deepen your faith. As always, we keep it practical with lots of tools and action steps that you can put into motion today. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome to this special bonus show today. I am turning the tables and having my good friend Sahar Twizajay interview me about the behind the scenes of my business. Now, remember, I promised this behind the scenes was coming. This is it. I'm also going to share with you why I'm so passionate about women going after their God-given callings and how our choices can change not only our lives for the better, but our families' lives for generations to come. It's such a special show. It's a short one. I'm glad you're here. Now, after we talk with Sahar, I'm going to bring you a show that you have to be watching. That's it. That's the recommendation. One recommendation. It's so good. I got to make sure you're doing it. Okay. Now, without further ado, here's my friend Sahar. I am so excited to be taking over your show today, Ali. One of the things that I find so fascinating about you is the fact that you have so much going on. You have this podcast, the weekly podcast, Ali Worthington Show going on. You are a highly sought after speaker. You have your fifth book coming out, you know, as, as a best-selling author. You're the co-founder of Cold Creatives and Cold Creatives Publishing. And what I find hilarious about all of this is the fact that most people have no idea that you spend the majority of your time coaching. And so I wanted to ask you right off the bat, what do you do as a coach? And what does your like Monday to Friday look like? Okay, that's such a good question from somebody who knows me really well. I love that, that you can put me on the spot like that. And thank you for taking over my show. It's a great question because it does surprise people when people find it. I know it surprised you years ago when you found out because we've we've known each other for years. You've been on my team. I've hired your company many times. We're good friends. And it's always a surprise. I probably make 80% of my 70 to 80% of my income in a year from business coaching and a little life coaching on the side. Wow. And people always assume that my income comes from books and speaking. And I'm like, if only that, you know, but I consider myself a business coach first, who also has a podcast and speaks and writes books and helps other women write books and speaks and become coaches. Coaching is where my heart is. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm coaching people all day long. I'll do a little coaching sometimes on Thursday and Friday, but Thursday and Friday are my days that I work on my business. So the coach school called creatives recording podcast mm. every once in a while, like right now, this is 830 on a Saturday morning because we just have to fit in schedules and it's real life. But coaching people is what I love to do. So for me, I never thought to tell people, hey, this is how I spend my week. Like this is where the majority of my income comes from. 
But as I'm more and more publicly talking to people about starting a business and having a coaching practice and doing all these things, it's good to be honest about where it comes from. And I just read a study recently that talked about how we think about creators and entrepreneurs. We think that they're launching all these courses and this and this and this. And these are all the things that bring the majority of entrepreneurs income. But the majority of income is actually made through coaching and consulting. So I love it when women start talking about like, here is how it actually works behind the scenes. So thank you for that question. That's really fun. I, I'm so glad that I, I asked you that also, because it's just amazing to hear the behind the scenes. I don't know about you, but I'm always curious about like, that's all well and good what we see on social media, but what does it really look like, you know, in real life? I'm sure so many people hearing this will find this very refreshing to hear and liberating. And that's one of the things I love about you, Ali, is that you're always honest and you tell it like it is. <laughs> so I wanted to know from you, what kind of people do you have as your clients and what type of people do you end up coaching? Oh, it's a great question. It, it really runs the gamut. I'm not somebody who is focused on one type of person. So I have Mm. clients that are attorneys running their own practices, physicians, some running their own practices, some who work in hospitals. I have executives. I have lots of creatives, lots of entrepreneurs from people who have a great business, but want to scale it. One of my clients and I were talking doing an end of 2022 refresh. And when we started working together, she was bringing in about $15,000 a year. We worked together for years and years. And last year, they almost got to a million, which is just crazy to think about. I think we've been working together four years. So, and for her, her success is my success. I'm as excited about it as she is. Yeah. All the way to people who are just starting out, who are saying, I want to make this happen. I really want to learn how to take this seriously and scale this and have a successful business. So it runs the gamut, executive coaching, career coaching, coaching for large companies and coaching for small companies and, and solopreneurs. I love helping everybody. I find that amazing. If you don't mind me asking, how did these people know to ask you to be their coach? Because I understand me being an entrepreneur myself. And when you're in business, you just know that at some point you're going to need a business coach because your thinking is almost like your, your limit. Mm -hmm. Um, but for people who, you know, I'm just really fascinated to hear, like, you've got people from the sounds of it from all walks of life. How would you say is, did they find out about your services? Is it something that people in their position would seek out? Or did you have to position yourself and put yourself out there? Well, I really had to position myself and put myself out there in the beginning. So when I first started coaching in 2012, I really hustled mm-hmm. for it. I made every mistake in the book because because I just didn't know how to do it. And everything was kind of relatively new with, with hanging out your shingle online and saying, come work with me. So there was a lot of hustle in those early years. But as of now, it's mostly referral. Wow. And would you say the people, the market has changed since you started? Because I feel like once you, you tap into the online world, you're introduced to the concept of coaching and online coaching. Would you say that it's the same, uh, the market has grown? Is it the same? Is it kind of a bit of a taboo? Do people look at you funny? What's happening on the scene right now? Oh, it just continues to grow. It just grows and grows and grows. Now, when I first started, there were big names in the business coaching world. So I think Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins, you know, he was out there doing it. A few people were out there doing it. My business coach was a male business coach who taught me 
here's all the secrets of the trade, which is what I'm doing now is giving all those away. But there weren't a lot of women out there doing it. So now there are. Right. Some good, some bad. I think we'll, I'll probably go on a rant about that later. But I think the need <laughs> is growing. I think it's normal. It's almost like now if you don't have a coach, it's like, are you even taking it seriously? At least in business. You know, you can yeah. get by in some other parts of life without necessarily having a coach. It's much easier with a coach. But in business, it's just what you do. So imagine you are having coffee with a friend and she is saying, your business is going so well, Sahar, you know, what's the secret? My clients will go, so I've got this business coach. She keeps me on my toes. She bosses me around. She tells me what to do. And then your friend goes, can I have her number? So right. now there's not much marketing that I have to do in terms of business coaching. It's just kind of people who need to find me, find me. And if I have a client who says I have this amazing friend who is an executive in this company and she needs some help with X, Y, and Z, can I send her to you? Yeah. I only work with great people. And if I'm just bringing in people with referrals, I know I'm going to continue to get to work with great people. That's amazing. So you have been doing this for years now. Yeah. Also talked about how you already have so much on your plate. Like you're a woman. I love the fact that you're an entrepreneur. You've got your hands in different places, which I find really inspiring. And what I find amazing is that you then went on and created the coach school on top of everything that you have, right? <laughs> so what were you thinking? What's the reason behind it? What was the inspiration behind starting the coach school? I'll tell you, Jim Gaffigan has a joke. And I'm sure I'm going to butcher it now, but he said, what's it like having, I think it was four children at the time. And he goes, well, imagine you're drowning and then someone hands you a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. with my personality, if there's something I love, I want a lot of it. Like I love having kids. I want a whole lot of kids. I love roller right. coasters. I want to ride them all. I love starting businesses that help women. I'm going to start them all. There's a piece of paper that I found in all of, you know, you know how you collect junk from events and stuff and little note notes that you've written down. And I was challenged at an event in 2010 to define how I wanted to help people long term. This is 2010 Hotel 71 in Chicago. What dreams do I want to chase? I want to bring people together. I want to help change lives. I want to build women's lives and their career. I want to share my faith. I want to educate and encourage women to live out their God-given dreams. I don't even remember writing it. It's crazy. Wow. So I keep that up in the bulletin board in my office. So I kind of feel like when lightning strikes, I feel like God will just give me a really, really cool idea. Like called creatives was the idea to help women be successful in writing and speaking and sharing with the world. And then the coach school, I never had any intention to build this amazing program. Like I was doing enough. But yeah. so many people would come to me, one of two reasons. One, women would say, I know I have what it takes to be a great coach, but I have no idea how to do it. I have no idea what to do once I do it. And like, what does having a business even look like? And then on the other mm. side of the spectrum, so many women would apply for coaching with me who spent a ton of money. I'm talking $5,000, $10,000, some programs, $30,000 to get certified as a coach. And they would have had a few hours or a day of training on business. And then they get out on their own. They go, I have no idea how to get clients. I feel like everything I've done is a waste. So after getting years and years of those messages, I went, I got to build something because something has to be out here to help women become great coaches and equally important, go over all the brass tacks of the business. Because 
the world needs great coaches and the world needs great coaches who are values driven, who want the best for other people and aren't just out on the internet trying to make a quick buck, if you know what I mean. So Bossy Alley came out and I was like, well, I'm going to fix this problem. That's where it came from. Took almost a whole year to create it. I remember having the privilege of being in the behind the scenes uh, and seeing the program, you know, come together. And for anyone who's listening, I cannot tell you the caliber of knowledge and wisdom that Ali shares in this program. It is absolutely mind blowing. I feel like it's such a great program. If you do it, you really don't need anything else afterwards. Like I think all people need to do is just implement everything. And there's so much in there. So you'll be set for life. That was my goal. And that's why I created it. So you would people with the curriculum part of it, you have the curriculum forever. I wrote it now, two years ago. And I found myself a few months ago going, let me go back to that thing. And what was my advice there? Let me make sure, let me make sure I'm refreshed on the thing that I wrote a couple of years ago, because time passes and we get in different seasons and we go, wait a minute, I need to, I need to check in on my time management or I need to check in on social media. And let me make sure my email's optimized. You know, all of those little things, we need to have something that we know we have it forever. So whenever we need it, it's there. Yeah. That's so nice yes. of you to say. Thank you. Yes. No, I mean that. I'm biased, obviously, because I have seen what it's like. But for someone, and I've been part of the program and I've seen it from, from A to Z. But for those who are listening who have no idea what the coach school is about and, and what they'll get in it, can you kind of tell them why the code school and why it's different? Because there's so many online courses online now that are out there. You know, it's like, it seems like everybody and their cousin has an online course. Someone could be asking what makes yours stand out? Yeah, that's a great question. When I was designing it, I went back to all of the courses that I've taken and I've, I've bought, you know, a million courses in the last 15 years. And the issue with all of the courses that I've taken is I was left on my own. So with the coach school, I wanted to have a program where you have all the curriculum of a course, but you actually have people to help you because we need people. When you just buy a course, a course can be overwhelming. Sometimes you don't know where to start and then you start and then you get confused by things and you go, well, forget it. This was a waste of my money. You know, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. So with the coach school, we have a 12 week program that has curriculum, but we also have group calls with me every week. My favorite thing is we put students in mastermind groups of students. So five to 10 students together, if they want, they can meet every single week to go over what they're working on, to push each other, to ask each other questions, to hold each other accountable. And every coach school student has a dedicated mentor to answer their questions because we all get stuck, right? And if we get stuck and we go, this is overwhelming, I'll pick it up later. That's not going to help people move through the program and do what they wanted to do. So it's a very high touch program, as mm-hmm. opposed to a course where you get a bunch of information and then you go, okay, let me see if I can get through this. At the risk of me being too honest, I'm going to say something. I have often taken courses where I thought I was following the instructor's directions, but my idea wasn't good enough. You too? Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. With the coach school, the reason why it's so high touch is every step of the way when students have ideas, like here's a lead magnet idea or Here's the way I want to name my business. They have me every week or their mentor or their other people in the group to go, what do you think about this idea? And if it's a bad idea, we can be like, "Mm -mm, let's switch it. Let's, let's change it a little bit. And here's a great idea. 
because that's what we all need. We all need that high touch. We need somebody else and hopefully lots of people going, we're almost there. We're 80% there. Let's take it the other 20% and then you're going to get results because no man is an island. We can't know if every idea is good or not unless we're getting expert advice and we're getting help from people who know what we're talking about. Because I can't necessarily ask my fellow moms in Bible study business questions about online entrepreneurship if they aren't Mm -hmm. online entrepreneurs too. And it can make us feel really lonely. But getting in that mastermind group of students, we can go, okay, now what email are you using? Do you like it? Do you not like it? You know, women who get us because we're an interesting bunch. Those of us who go, I feel like God's called me to step out and start my business. I feel like I'm called to help people. We need other women around us helping us. 100%. And you can see the the impact that high touch aspect of the code school has had on the students because being on the back end I've actually sat down and you know heard the reviews and the and testimonials of some of your students and they can't sing enough praises about the program because they weren't left on their own they've had someone walk them through the journey and because they have that accountability they've been able to take action because I feel like that's the hardest part. We, a lot of people have so much knowledge, but it's the taking action that's really difficult. So right now you have your, your fifth cohort starting, which to me yeah. is mind blowing because I remember when you first came up with the idea for the course, congratulations on that. Like what kind of students and like coaches, people are you seeing joining the program right now? Oh yeah. That's a great question. Oh gosh. We of course have a lot of business and career coaches. We have Life coaches, fitness coaches, weight loss coaches, nutrition coaches, parent coaches, marriage communication coaches. That was a really cool one because I had never heard of marriage communication coaches. But then when I met her, I was like, that's genius. It's needed. Because sometimes like (laughs) say you have communication issues in your marriage. Maybe it's hard to convince your husband, like, let's go to a therapist because that can be kind of scary. But if it's like, let's go to a communication coach. Hey, that's not so scary, right? Right. So I thought that was really cool. Lots of Enneagram coaches. Basically, any way women get trained and then they either, like I said before, it's either they know they can do this and want to do this and want to graduate from a program to know they're going to be a good coach or they've been trained elsewhere and just need the business side of it because they're like, I have the skills, but I need to get clients. So Those are my people. One case is really cool. We get a lot of these interesting cases that I never imagined students would join. So students who are service providers, Ashley was one of our students. So she is a travel agent for like Disney and Universal and loves her business, went through the coach school and said, I am a travel coach because I'm coaching all of my people to make good decisions and I'm helping them. But what I really loved about the coach school is it told me everything that I needed for my business, my website, my email, my social media presence, my brand messaging. And it took me through it step by step. So I knew I could build it well. And she's killing it now. So it's those service providers who join the coach school who go, you know what? I either just want to make sure that I'm making as much revenue as I can. I'm not wasting Mm -hmm. my time. I'm balancing everything well. Or it's service providers who go, I know I can provide this service. But I also want to get into consulting because consulting makes a lot more money every year than just providing a service alone. So I never imagined service providers would be joining so much. It's really cool. 
So yeah. uh, what I find interesting about the example you gave with, about Ashley is that, which I feel like sometimes there's a disconnect, is how she saw herself as a, a coach. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes I feel like individuals, if I was, say, to be a service provider, that might be something where I, I might say, well, I'm not a coach, so this doesn't apply to me. So I find that very interesting how she almost passed beyond the label and looked at what she actually needed, yeah, which yeah. was really good. And I guess my question to you then is having such a, a breadth of different people joining the program. Would you say that you can have people who are, you know, aspiring coaches, people who haven't maybe started a business yet? Does the program work for them? Oh, yeah. We take it step by step. So if someone has zero experience in business, Mm -hmm. zero and zero experience coaching, they're going to learn how to be a great coach, what they need to do to be a great coach, great coaching questions to ask. They're going to learn how to close sales, which is most important. And I'll tell you, I have a system, I'm going off on a rabbit trail, but I love this, that is really worth the whole program. If the whole program was just this one training, it would be so worth it. So I have a system for getting on phone calls with people and how to actually turn those phone calls into clients. Nobody else teaches it. It's the exact opposite that anybody else teaches anywhere. And students are always, okay, that's interesting. I'll give it a shot. And They love it. So it's my system. No one will ever hear me talk about it publicly. It's all in the coach school. So I take them from how to coach. Here's questions to ask. Here's how to put up boundaries. Here's how to manage clients. Here's how to get referrals. And here's how to close the deal for people who have zero experience. For people who have more experience, the first couple of modules, sometimes women who've been in business a while, they go, oh, I'm clear. I got my messaging and my branding down. I got this down. I'm not worried about it. And I say, just go through it. You don't have to do anything. Just go through Mm -hmm. it. And they always go, oh, sure enough. Okay. I really optimized this because sometimes in business, we've done it a certain way and we never think, oh, every couple of years, I should go back and just look at things with fresh eyes and make sure I'm optimizing. You know, we're right here in business. If we're kicking it at 70%, if every year we optimize a little bit and the next year we're 75, the next year we're 80 and the next year we're 85, no more work just optimizing what we've done and how we present ourselves and our email and things like that, social media, before you know it, you're kicking it at a hundred percent. So it's just a little bit of effort, even, even for those of us who've been in business a while to keep things fresh and new and make sure we're getting everything out of it, out of our business that we can. Love that so much, especially you talking about the the phone calls and getting people in sales calls. I think that is such a huge and important thing for people to learn, especially with being online, because I think we spend a lot of energy on trying to make our business look a certain way or come across a certain way online. But how you interact in person is really important. And especially, I think, as a coach, because you're going to be on the phone talking to these people. And if you don't how to position yourself and sell yourself off the first phone call, that's where they're going to get the first taster of you in real life, more so than they will with your website, if you get what I mean, you know? So I love that you teach that. Guys, it is so, so good. I can't, I can't recommend it enough. So I remember you, Ali, telling me that you started your business uh, your very first one during a recession. And I always yeah. found that to be really fascinating, especially now because we are in one and facing one. What would you say to someone who is right now listening to this episode and is considering joining the coach school or, you know, making, you know, making any investment in it, educating themselves really online? What would you say to someone in that position? 
Yeah, I really have a heart for people in this position because of what I've been through. The natural thing that we want to do when we're scared about the economy or we're scared about making money and scared about keeping a roof over our heads and so many of those those real issues is we go, okay, scarcity mindset, I'm keeping it all here. I'm going to I'm going to keep it in the bank because something could happen. And what we need to do is we need to get out of that mindset to invest in ourselves and invest in our future and invest in our business. Because in 2008, with just a little bit of money, I could have said, I'm just going to play it really safe. Okay, I'm going to put my $42 over here and I'm going to sit on it. But something in me knew that I had to do this. Something in me knew that, yeah, it was going to feel uncomfortable. My uncomfort wasn't God telling me not to do it. My uncomfort was just me having to do new things. And I had to keep investing and investing and investing. One of my favorite financial advisors have his books. He goes, hey, you know what? You can only stop spending so much money before you only have a dollar to spend every month. Like it's a limited amount. How about you start a business and start making a lot of money and stop worrying about saving money on not getting avocado toast? And I was like, that's such a great way to look at it. Like when I'm at Chipotle and I ask for guac and they say it's extra, I'm like, I'm living that life, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that extra guac, right? So it's shifting this mindset from this that I have, I just need to sit on it and be really careful. Well, you can only take so much away before you have nothing. And instead we need to have more of an abundance mindset and going, if the Lord is calling me to help people and the Lord is calling me to start this business, I'm going to invest. This is what I'm going to do with my gold coins. And I'm going to make more and make more and make more. And I'm going to help people. And in the end, my life, the, the fruit of my work is going to benefit people and it's going to benefit my family. So when you think about it that way, you don't really have a choice but to go, okay, it's a little bit scary. But I don't have to be so afraid because I'm going to have somebody helping me. There's a great 10, 10, 10 analysis that I wrote about in Breaking Busy. And with any decision you have to make, you want to ask yourself, how am I going to feel about this in 10 minutes? Investing in yourself, whether it's buying a program or booking a vacation, because I still Mm -hmm. do this when I book a vacation, I get sick to my stomach and go, should I spend that? I don't know, right? Right. How are you going to feel about it in 10 minutes? 10 minutes, you're going to feel uncomfortable. 10 minutes, you're not going to have any peace about it if people want to over-spiritualize it. But if you invest in a program that's going to help you start a new chapter in your life, then you need to go, how am I going to feel about this in 10 weeks? And in 10 weeks, it's going to feel great because you're going to go, I have learned so much. I'm not on my own. I know what to do. I'm on my way. How am I going to feel about this in 10 months? In 10 months, you're going to feel great because in 10 months, you're going to be full of so much wisdom, so many practical step by steps. You know, 10 weeks, you can be making money. 10 months, you're definitely making money. And then you want to even go out further. How am I going to feel about making this decision today in 10 years? You're going to be real happy. I'm real happy because I'm living that extra guac life. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) And the thing about a recession is recessions always end. Do you want to be the person who started your business at the beginning of a recession so you can grow it? Or do you want to be the person who's like, well, I'm just going to just wait until I have time and it feels right at the end of a recession. And then you got to start over there. We'll go ahead and start growing it when times are bad. And then you're really set up strong when times are good. Because the thing is, we're not selling Teslas and we're not selling mansions. We're mm-hmm. selling coaching. You only need a few clients every month to change your life. You don't need to sell 
tens of thousands of products every month to break even. This is a real low barrier to entry profession. So say you want to earn an extra $2,000 a month. That's working with eight to 10 clients. You can find eight to 10 people who need help who aren't hurt by the recession. So when you break it down like that and go, I don't need to sell to the whole world. I just need to sell to the people that God has planned for me to sell so I can help them. It's a game changer. So good. And then another reframe of thinking when it comes to the course or the program, the code school. Let me ask you, how many clients would someone need to get to make back their investment? That's a great question. It depends on your field. Mm -hmm. So the fields that tend to make more right off the bat are things that have to do with money, health, and relationships. So if you're coaching about money, health, or relationships, people are always like, just take my money and help me. Yeah. I remember the beginning of 2021, I went through a period of burnout. You know, the pandemic was raging. Kids were at home having at school. And I prayed and I said, Lord, tell me what to do. He said, get more help. And I was like, oh, so, so this year you're going to need a lot of help. The word he gave me for 2022 was lead. And he said, if you're going to lead, you need to get more help. So I hired my business coach again because I, I guess I got feeling like I, I didn't need any help anymore. Right. Hired my therapist again, got all sorts of help. Amazing. Women need help. Yeah. No matter how successful we look on the outside, women need help. So the help that people are most excited to spend money on, things that have to do with income, things that have to do with health, things that have to do with relationships. So really all of the niches that I mentioned before fall under that. So to make back the investment for coach school for clients, and that's making the investment for coach school, you're going to make that back in one month with four clients, but you can still work with those four clients every month and make it and that and more. It's pretty amazing when you break it down like that. Yeah, it's, it's really powerful. So actually, when you stop and think about it like that, that's the question that I tend to ask myself, which is why I've asked you whenever I'm making an investment, I ask myself, what do I need to do to make to break even? And once yeah. you paint that vision and it makes it a lot less scary. Yeah, um, we have testimonials yeah. of women who doubled their prices and made back their investment for coach school in a week and a half. Wow. So they didn't even do anything. They didn't do any extra work. They just upped their prices. They just, they had already been doing it. So it's what I talked about before. They're optimizing. Oh, if I change this around a little bit and I do this. Oh, and if I phrase it this way. Yeah. Easy. Because I mean, shocking. I know, but most women tend to undercharge their services. Yes. And I talk a lot about that. If someone wanted to join the Code School Alley, but is a little bit hesitant, what, whether they're questioning now is not the right time, or I don't know if I'm ready, what would you say to them? Well, first, I would say that I'd love to talk to them personally. So on the Coach School, there is a sign up to get a call with me, or if, I, if I'm busy at the time they've signed up, someone on the team, so we can personally answer those questions of, let, let's talk about your situation. Let's make sure it's right for you. But if someone's listening right now and going, I have wanted to do this for so long, but I wanted to wait until I felt like I was ready and I felt like the time was right. My answer is you will never feel like you're ready. I never have. I never felt like I was ready for anything. And you'll never feel like the time is right. Because if we wait till we feel confident and we wait till we feel like we have enough time, we're going to be waiting forever. We'll be 65 and looking back (laughs) on our life and going, If I had just invested in myself 30 years ago, where would I be now? 
How many people could I bless? How, how can I be blessing my grandchildren right now if I had invested in myself? So many women hold themselves back because we're waiting for this magic moment where lightning strikes. Yeah. And all of a sudden we go, Oh, I am the person to do this. And I have so much free time. It's just not how it works. Like I'm talking about, I get chill bumps. I didn't know I was going to get emotional. I am talking about investing in yourself. So you change your family. That's what happened to me. I'm the breadwinner for my family. I'm talking about changing your surroundings so you can get the help that your family needs. I have, I've been that person who's had kids who's needed medical attention. And I've been like, I don't know how we're going to do that this month, but you drop everything because you do it right. Or we've been in situations where we didn't know how we were going to make it. I'm now in the situation. I'm living that extra guac life. And so I'm here to tell every woman, like, don't be afraid to invest in yourself because you can change the course of life for your family. And it's a legacy to leave to your children, your daughters, teaching them what the agency they have in their lives your sons, what to expect in a woman, your grandchildren. I didn't know I'd get emotional. <laughs> it means yeah. so much to me to get to help women do what I've done. Bless my heart. <laughs> yeah, This is... is why I never talk about it in public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ali, I am so with you on that one. And yeah. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I haven't been in the game as long as you have. But I can honestly say starting a business has completely changed my life has changed my family's life. It's continuing to. And so I couldn't agree more. The right time never comes. You just have to take action. And and Sahar, aren't you so glad of what you have done the past few years? Like, can you imagine if you had said, oh, I just, I don't feel like it's the right time. I don't feel confident. You didn't have the luxury to wait, but look at you now. No, I mean, what started out as, you know, business for me has been, it didn't feel like I had any other option. Life put me in a corner where I felt like I have to make an income to help my family. Sometimes when I sit down, my husband and I sit down and talk about, had we not taken action and started a business, I shudder at the thought of where I'd be right now. I really do. So I couldn't agree more with you, but thank you so much for sharing your heart with us, Ali, and just being so candid and telling us what it really means to you, because this is not A lot of times people think that we're just selling another program. You're just selling another course, but it, it really can change your life. It really can. And when you do invest with Ali, you're going to work with someone who has the breadth of experience from starting from zero up until where she is now. You're going to get all the wealth of wisdom, all the the heartache, the pain, the mistakes. Ali shares all of that with, with her clients and the people and her students. So. I want to encourage you guys to give it a shot if if you're not sure about it. And uh, just wanted to let you know that all the information for the Code School will be included in the show notes. If you want to get in touch with Ali and her team, you can do that there. And then other than that, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Ali, for having me and for everyone listening. Thank you for welcoming me on the show. I know I'm a complete stranger here, but I've loved just sharing this space and time with you guys. Oh, thank you, Brandy. You're amazing. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, sure. So you can find me on Instagram at Sahar Twesajay. I'm sure they're going to put all the spelling in the show notes because I have a complicated surname. My website is sahartwesajay.com. I also have a podcast called Daring Forward, which you can listen to on Apple, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcast. And I'm also, you can find me on YouTube, Daring Forward with Sahar Twesajay. And you have the best Pinterest course out there. Yes. If you want Pinterest. <laughs> 
services or my course, you can come check me out. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, if you want to find Sahar the quick way, you can go to my Instagram, click on my followers and just, I think you can search other people's followers, right? And just search Sahar. She's the only Sahar I follow. So that's a quick way to find her on Instagram. (laughs) Well, awesome friend. Thank you so much for taking over my podcast. I'm so grateful for you. I know I'm grateful for you. Isn't she wonderful? That was so fun. Who knew talking about business would make me cry? (laughs) I am what I am. What can I say, right? Now, let's talk about the show that you have to be watching. I mentioned it at the beginning. I've talked about it before. I've probably talked about it for years now. It's The Chosen. I love it so much. And this season is so powerful. I am guaranteed to weep at least one time in every show. Now, I've already cried once today with you. So, It seems like I cry all the time. I don't cry all the time. It's actually super unusual. But man, The Chosen wrecks me. If you haven't watched it yet, because maybe you've just seen too much bad Christian media, I get it. Like, trust me, I get it. But seriously, if you haven't, give it a try. It is such a blessing. And thank you for joining me in this super special episode. I hope the discussion of the coach school and just all the opportunities out there for women to build and grow and answer their calling, I hope it spoke to you. If you want to know more about The Coach School or have a call with us, whether it's a call with me or someone on my team, just so you can get your questions answered to find out if The Coach School is really right for you right now, you can go to thecoachschool.com. We'll link it on the show notes. It'll also have a link in my Instagram bio. So I'm so glad you're here. I love that we have this time together every week to invest in ourselves because an investment in you in your spiritual health, in your emotional health, and your professional success benefits everyone in your life. And like I mentioned before, everything I do, I do because I believe in what's inside of you. I believe in your dreams, and I know you're making an impact on this world for good. That's why you're here every week, because God has created you to stand strong and bring something special and unique to this world that only you can bring. So keep stepping up, keep showing up and loving well, because you can't break a woman who gets her strength from God. I love it that I get to coach and equip you every week. I will be back with you next Monday and I hope you have a great day.